0: Life and Ball podcast Sunday morning. We're going to talk about Michigan-Ohio State week already. Hey, look, Michigan wins against Indiana, 39-14 in Ohio State. Uh, Survives uh, after not playing very well at times in the second half to win 28-17 over Penn State. Probably could have been a game that they dominated more, but turnovers affected them. So, hey, let's get into the game. Uh, Ohio State-Michigan. This is one of those games where Ohio State's dominated it, obviously. So it's easy for us to say, look, Ohio State's a better program, a better team, definitely a better team this year. You know, undefeated, winning the Big Ten East already. Um, just have been dominant all year, double-digit victories in every single game. I think they were—they uh, didn't have a game there where they had won less than 24 points until this Penn State game. And, and a lot of the, the game, it looked like they were probably going to win by uh, the same amount of points they've won all year. Uh, but the struggles Ohio State had—that it, it gives you, I guess, a little bit of hope that if they struggle. You can compete against them. Uh, this is one of those games, though, where, look, it's a rivalry game, so you want to say, hey, look, anything can happen. I think in the Michigan-Ohio State game, you, you can't really clarify that with uh, facts considering what Ohio State has done in this game. The one thing I want to point to, and we'll talk about this first, is Michigan has enough talent to beat Ohio State. Again, Michigan has enough talent to beat Ohio State. And I think if you look at their offense, that's why. I I think the the way they're playing and the amount of weapons that Michigan has, if they can find a little bit of time to throw the football and they can get a little bit of uh, ground by running the ball, this team is talented enough to score points on Ohio State. It just is. You know, you look at the wide receivers that Michigan has and Shea Patterson finally throwing the football a little more effectively. You look at Nico Collins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Ronnie Bell, Giles Jackson, Mike Sainter still, the tight ends and Sean McEwen and Nick Eubanks, you have a lot of weapons to throw the football. The problem is you got to protect the quarterback. I think that's been the issue in this game where we can talk about skill position, we can talk about quarterback, we can talk about all of that. Ohio State has dominated up front. On the offensive line and defensive line. That's the big thing that's going to happen. When we look at this game next week and we talk about it, we're going to look right at those two things. Offensive line, defensive line. Did Michigan compete? And that is something I still question. I think there's enough talent, though, for Michigan's offense to score, but they got to protect the quarterback. You look at times in that game today with Ohio State with their pressure, and there's just no time to throw. Michigan has to get the ball out of Shay Patterson's hands quickly. They got to find short passes to move the chains. And then they got to also, yeah, have a couple big plays where there's a couple seconds where they can hit them deep. If they give Patterson a little bit of time, those receivers that Michigan has are as talented or better in some areas than the Ohio State secondary. And I know people would say, well, how's that true? I mean, you look at what they have. And Nico Collins is an impossible cover one-on-one. It, it doesn't matter what Ohio State has in that situation if it's one-on-one and Patterson has enough time and throws a good ball. Nico Collins is better than what Ohio State has. Donovan Peoples-Jones is, is just as good in sometimes Ronnie Bell is a threat where that's your third receiver still as far as a big play because I do think that Peoples-Jones and Nico Collins give you that deep threat of size. They have the size to go up and get it. Ronnie Bell is the guy who's probably their best receiver, but he needs to make plays in short yardage situations after the catch. Um, This is a situation when you watch what has happened since the second half for Michigan against Penn State. This offense is good. This is a good offense and this will be the best offense that Ohio State's defense has faced this year, considering what Michigan has done the last seven or eight games. They have to protect, though. They've got to protect the quarterback. They've got to find a way to give Patterson time, and they are also got to find a way to get a few yards on the ground. You just can't only throw against Ohio State. They're going to bring the house, and any poor decision by the quarterback is an interception. It just is. They're too fast. They're too good. So running the ball will be big as well. On the other side of the ball, I think my, my concern more is definitely Ohio State's defense. I know Ohio State's offense has been dominant. I think the worry still is, will Michigan move the ball? That defense from Ohio State's scary good. With Chase Young, I mean, he, he's he's a terror out there. And there was times when Penn State would get the ball and get the snap, and there was a second and a half, and three or four guys are on your quarterback. But if you look at if Michigan can find a way to get Ohio State off the field get some decent field position, not turn the ball over, this is going to be a game. This is going to be a good football game. There is not a situation where you look at both teams and say, Michigan's overmatched. That, that's not true. Ohio State is not that much better. It just comes down to controlling the line of scrimmage. You cannot get sacked. You cannot turn the football over. you got to give your playmakers an opportunity to make a play if you're Michigan. And on defense, Michigan just, they got to get off the field. You know, Ohio State's going to score points. We know that. They're too talented, too. They have a lot of receivers. They've got J.K. Dobbins. They've got a great offensive line right now. You've got to be able to figure out a way to contain J.K. Dobbins. That's going to be the key for Michigan. I don't think Justin Fields is someone where I say he's just going to kill us with his arm. I don't think he's proven that to a high level against a good opponent where even against Penn State, they won that game on offense because of the way they ran the ball. Michigan really has to focus on slowing down J.K. Dobbins. You can't give up 200 yards of rushing against Ohio State. You just can't. <clears throat> you got to find a way to get that rushing yardage closer to 100 yards. Um, I, I would argue if if Michigan can hold Ohio State to their, their average, which is around I think 120, 130, somewhere around that ballpark, if you can hold Ohio State to close to that yardage on the ground, you got a very good chance of winning because I just don't think Justin Fields, as good as he is, I would prefer him to be the guy to beat them through the air. I, I just think you got to choose against Ohio State. They're too good to say we can play him straight up. No, you can't. You got to pick and choose where's the concentration or the emphasis placed on our defense of how do we stop them or slow them down. I think it's making sure you, sh- you slow them down on the ground. You don't give up six, seven, eight yards on first down on the, on the ground. You, you minimize them to 2, 3 yards on first down when they run the ball. And you say, Justin Fields, this is your first year as a starter. You're going to have to throw for 300 yards. You're going to have to throw for a lot of yards and make big passes against our secondary, who has been very good covering the pass this year. Michigan's been one of the best uh, past defenses in the country, so I would say you gotta slow them down on the ground. That, that just has to be a huge point of emphasis all week. We cannot let J.K. Dobbins run wild on us. We cannot let Justin Fields get in space and run wild on us. We're gonna have to find a way to have bracket coverage like they've had, get a good four-man rush, or send one blitzer, and make sure that they don't kill us on the ground, and we don't allow Justin Fields to run wild and scramble. I mean, I think that's what it's going to come down to. You got to have a spy on him. I think McGrone would be that guy. And uh, you got to tackle in space. And your your keys got to be look Justin Fields, if you're the man, if you're that great, you're going to beat us through the air. You're going to throw for 300 yards to beat us. That's that's going to be how it is. Um, I think that would be the goal. That w- that would have to be the goal because again, you just can't play him straight up. You can't say we're going to do the same things we've done all year. Uh, and it's going to be successful, you're you're playing against a different animal in Ohio State if you're Michigan. So again, emphasis placed on slowing down that run, not allowing big running plays, big 15, 20-yard runs. You just can't do that in this game. It's going to have to be Justin Fields making great throws on third down, forcing him to be the guy to win it with his arm, and let's see what happens. Um, Do I think Michigan will win the game? I don't think they will. I think that Ohio State's still better. But I think this is going to be a very good football game. I think this is a team in Michigan that's talented enough to keep it close. I think it's at home. They played very tough at home. Um, you know, you look at two years ago, I think there's a lot of similarities from the defense in 2017 to this defense, where they played pretty well in that 17 game, if you look back. Uh, Michigan's problem was the offense wasn't good enough. You know, they didn't have a good enough quarterback. They didn't have enough skilled position players on offense to score enough I think they do now so this is a very similar game guys from 2017 an Ohio State team who's darn good who's probably obviously better but I also think Michigan's better um, than that season um, turnover is going to be the key if Ohio State turns football over the way they did against Penn State Michigan can win that football game and probably will win that game if Ohio State has a couple turnovers Michigan does not Michigan will win that football game. They're good enough to capitalize. I think they've proven that this year. The big problem they've had all year at the beginning of the year is Michigan turned the ball over all the time. It was turnovers on offense, putting your defense in a bad spot, and uh, the defense isn't that great to make up for that. No turnovers. You get a few breaks on on defense where they turn it over. You got a shot to win. You just do. I'm not going to put a prediction on it yet. not going to do it this year. I think it's It's one of those games where I think we probably expect Ohio State to win considering how it's been. We probably expect Ohio State to win because of the season they have had where they've been just dominant and they've got great players. But not going to make a prediction. I want to see this thing play out. But uh, I'm excited. It's always a fun week. It's always a fun game. And uh, looking forward to uh, covering it and talking about it on Trouble with Snap podcast with Tyler Hayward. We'll talk Michigan State as well. That's a page where we document all of our time on Michigan State and Michigan football and basketball. But again, looking forward to the Ohio State game. It's always a fun game, no matter Michigan losing multiple years in a row, whatever it is. It's always an exciting game. It's always a game where you you hope Michigan can win, and you always have this little thing in the back of your mind that says. Michigan could win. Uh, we'll, We'll see what happens, though. Hey, thanks for listening, though. But those are some keys to the game. Look forward to covering it, and go Blue.